you are. I don't use Skype very much. I think I hit decline on the first time. Well, that, that's okay. Hey, well, hey, uh, I see, man. You obviously a nature lover. You're you're out there. But I gotta tell you, the the waterfall. It looks like it's 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 still. But yeah. so it's, we won't we won't interrupt that waterfall there for you. <laughs> hey, oh, well, I'm in space. So what the heck, man? All right, right. It's all good. It looks really nice. Okay, right. Hey, well, well, Gail, Gail, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight, and. Um, uh, we, we kind of have a string of shows here. We had a, a, a gal on last week talking about uh, uh, healing and how she was healed with uh, her, through her life experience, and she shared that. And then tonight we'll be talking to you about unlocking ancient uh, secrets to healing and the product that you developed. And then uh, next week we're having a, a guy from the Ozarks who says that the, they've found plants and uh, prayers and meditations from the Ozarks that seem to work really well with healing. And then the, then we go into conspiracy but the next guest after that and she's going to talk about healing if you've been abducted uh, for mailings that is so it's a whole string but you're right you're right in the middle of this healing 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 thing and so we want to see what you have to say tonight so why don't you introduce yourself to our audience hi everyone i'm gail lynn i'm the inventor of the harmonic egg which is a sacred geometric sound and light uh healing chamber a restorative chamber for relaxation <laughs> and meditation wink wink and um, yeah, so we um, have a pretty pretty long story to tell. But how can I follow that uh, that lady that you had on last week, Doctor? Was it Gil Gilmore? Yeah, Brandy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, from wheelchair to you know healing, that was impressive and very amazing. Mm -hmm. Did, um, did you know her story? Or did you watch the show? Oh, I watched the show. Mm -hmm. I always watch the shows to kind of research who's going to be interviewing me mm -hmm. and everything. But yeah. Wow. Well, uh, how how did how did I pass your test? You passed. You passed. I thought this would be really fun. <laughs> well, good. Well, you know, I'm you know, I'll challenge a guess here and there, but in general, it, it's you know, if, if you talk to me for a while, you find out that I'm just a good old boy, and you know, really just really want to. And the other thing is, I mean, what we try to do here is 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 bring people on with 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 experiences that that are kind of out there a little bit maybe or or whatever, but just to bring something i feel like everyone has truth in their experience and if we can just gather a couple nuggets of truth along the way that's all you can expect when you're dealing with people and so we try to do that and, and uh, we've been doing it a long time since 2004. Uh, all right so uh, what's your story now we you, you made an, an invention is that right mm -hmm. okay yep. uh, now do we need to how, where do we need to start with that do you did something happen to you or did, did you just luck into it or what, what happened? Yeah, I can definitely share. So I went through, and I'll make the story quick because to me it's super boring. I wrote about it in my book, um, but went from being growing up in the Detroit area, being in engineering and uh, working out, you know, working in a lab, building DC motors, uh, project management, moving to Texas, being in the uh, the good old boys network of telecommunications. Uh, created an international telecommunications consulting firm, traveled to Egypt, traveled the world basically, um, then got into Hollywood. And you know, after that series of 20 years, um, I found myself in the age of 37, severe cardiovascular stress on the verge of a heart attack. Wow, that's kind of a young age for that type of thing. I was pretty scared because mm -hmm. I thought I still have a lot more to do and a lot more to offer the world. Um, so I, you know, went to the medical community, which I love, but you know, they're not always helpful. 
So, um, and I had experienced 23 years of migraine headaches. I had cystic acne. My hair was falling out. I didn't know why. I had liver problems, thyroid problems, insomnia. I mean, you name it. And I just knew there was something else. So the medical community couldn't help me. And uh, just by happenstance, which there are no happenstances or there are no accidents, Mm. I found um, sound and light therapy um, out in Arizona. And I remember driving out of my driveway that morning and I was going to do a road trip to Arizona. And I remember that I knew that when I came back, everything would be different. Mm. What, What do you mean by there's no accidents? I don't think there are synchronicities or accidents. I think God, source, universe, whatever word your audience uses, I think God puts you in situations um, always to support you. And if you're listening, you will know that that's something you need to follow. That's a path you need to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't listen, but God's always talking to you. Yeah. Uh, and how would you uh, describe a, a typical way of uh, a speak of him speaking to us or the conversation that could take place? How, is it? Men, um, through your mind or through your heart or any other way? How, how is that? It, always. It could be through your mind. It could th- be through words. Whenever I get a message from God or source, I, I hear it kind of on the right side. Some people will hear it audibly. I don't hear it audibly. It's almost in my head. Um, numbers. So you dream about different numbers or you keep seeing the number on the clock, 444. Mm-hmm. There's our angel numbers. You can look those up and there'll be some guidance for you. It's always how the universe or God is communicating with you. It could be a friend um, recommending a book and then you don't listen and another friend recommends that same book and you don't listen. You mm-hmm. know, and another, so it's going to keep coming to you until you listen. Mm-hmm. It's also listening to your body. Um, I have a book called Messages from the Body. It's by uh, Michael Lincoln. It's a beautiful book. Everything being somewhat emotional. You get you stub your left toe, you can look it up, see what the message was from your body. I always say, uh, you know, you're skiing oh. down the mountain. There's three people skiing down the mountain. Okay. They all fall. One dies, one nothing happens to, and one it's like the left shoulder. You know, so look up the left shoulder. What emotion is that portraying? What's the message that, you know, you're getting? And, you know, it's just always interesting how, you know, several people can be in the same situation and every one of them has a different ailment, injury, something that happens to them. There's so many ways that you can be communicated to. Um, One of my friends, his wife passed away and his odometer kept spinning to fives. It just would all be fives. He'd look down, it was all fives. When my parents passed away, um, they passed away back to back in 2017 and I would just look at the clock on my um, on my uh, car, and it would be five o'clock, even though it was two o'clock or two forty or twelve thirteen. It would be five o'clock, and I ended up looking at the number five hundred, and it was an angel, you know, message from my mom. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I know uh, my my brother Jerry told me not to get ribs at famous Dave's on the south side of Indianapolis and I didn't listen and I went there and it was like a rubber I put a I put a, I put a <laughs> comment out there on the internet and said we were so sorry Mickham you know but I guess I, I didn't listen I didn't listen to that but uh, so but no I, I'm you're in safe ground on that territory of, of, of synchronicity or messages uh, I've got a classic one where I've told people that uh, uh, I was driving down the road with my wife, and I told her that Sergeant Pepper is 50th anniversary, and is one of the greatest 
Beatle albums ever and CCRs is an awesome group. I mentioned those we were talking about and she wanted to know what CCR stood for now. And so we pulled into a gas station and went right right there was two record albums, Sgt. Pepper and CCR were right there. So there have been in fact here's another one. I went to this uh, barbecue place and this it just came over me is I told her I go, I'm gonna get a free piece of cake. It just come out. I'm going to get a free piece of cake. The waiter comes over says, would you like a free piece of cake? <laughs> I mean, so, you know, those, those are the kinds of things I like to listen to. Now, but uh, there are other things. I mean, is, isn't, there, isn't there messages that say stay away or make a turn or get back? or? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I love the Beatles, by the way. And uh, a message came to me in the form of the Let It Be song. So that was interesting. So, uh, yes, but of course, you know, you've got to follow your intuition. Sometimes you get that spidey sense, you mm -hmm. know, where it's like, uh, should I turn left or right? And you're like, I'm going to turn right. And you find out later on turning left, there was an accident on the corner of, you know, highway one and two. And that was to the left. Mm. You know, there, had been, there was a, a lot of people that came forward during 9-11, I'd say at least a half a dozen. And they were told, don't get on that plane. So there were a couple of people that missed that flight because they had the spidey sense and they didn't get on one of those planes. I think there was six, at least six people I heard say something about that. Well, I had a, uh, I was talking to a judge friend of mine today and he told me he don't like the Beatles. And I said, I said, Terry, God can heal you from that. So, <laughs> all right. Hey, we got a question. As you know, we have questions from the uh, viewers of the program. Uh, this is from Doreen it says, um, Gail, what do you think about people who, get the jab i have a bad feeling about it at least she's talking about the vaccine yeah no i got a bad feeling about it too and when i listened to your um talk with dr gilmore the other day and another caller called in about that yeah the vaccine is free but guess what they're gonna have customers for life i think it's a very bad thing I will not be getting it. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of deliveries to other countries and i already told my team as a leader I'm not willing to get the jab or the shot, and I'm not going to ask any of my team to do that because I would never ask my team to do something I'm not willing to do. Um, you know, right now, there's somebody had asked, is there a way to detox from the jab? We have used the harmonic egg um, to help people with the side effects, but I don't know. We don't know enough about this to even know if frequencies are going to help. Um, I think it's got a frequency base with the shedding. I was around a gentleman who had just received the shot, and I asked God, I said, you know what, God, show me that this is dangerous to be around these people, um, because I've heard about the shedding, but my engineering mind, I'm like, there's no way that I can be around somebody, and I'm going to be affected by them getting the jab. Couldn't, couldn't believe it, didn't fit into my engineering mind, um, literally left the barn, it was a gentleman at the barn. I literally left the barn and I sneezed and a blood clot came out. And I was like, okay, this is blood clot. Later on, about an hour later, I had a bloody nose. So, you know, what is that? I don't think we can really understand or describe what is happening, what is going to happen to the people that received it. If you listen to Dr. Tenpenny, she's got some really good knowledge about this. And she's saying that the people that got the jab, if they get infected with any kind of coronavirus in the future, there's a 60 to 70% chance that they won't make it. And that scares me a lot. 
And I just had a friend who said, my, my best friend, my business partner, 25 years, just um, passed away. It was a cardiac event. And I said, hmm. And I said, what happened? He told me the story. And I said, did he get the jab? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 he got it. Mm-hmm. It's number nine that I know that received the jab, including my boyfriend's brother, who he's actually at his funeral in San Diego this week. Well, here you go. This, this conversation is obviously meant to be. Because the video I just, for whatever reason, I just happened to watch before the program tonight was Dr. Tenpenny talking about the vibrations and exactly what you just said about the, the, about the frequency and the vib- and, and the survivability rate. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm getting some goosebumps on that one. Yeah, no, it's really hard. Um, I want to say that frequencies can help. And I want to say to anybody that, you know, if you got it, I, I want to say, you know, keep your vibration high. Try to live in love and gratitude. I feel like if there's a frequency base of it, a lot of diseases can live at lower frequencies, lower vibrations, anger, hate. You know, if you go up mm-hmm. to joy and love and gratitude, um, I think, you know, we might be able to beat this thing because, mm-hmm. you know, love heals all, love conquers mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that definitely makes a lot of sense there. So are, are, are you suggesting then now, I, I was, you said love, hate. I mean, these seem to be emotions, but are you saying that in the manifestation, they're actually frequencies? Is that- yeah, everything has a frequency. Everything's mm-hmm. energy. So I feel like if you live at the anger and hate level, you'd be more susceptible to diseases because they feed on that. But if you live at the love and the gratitude, um, there was a, um, let's see, a Sanskrit mantra called the Gayatri Mantra. And they found in India it was actually killing COVID. Well, so I did some homework on that, and I thought, what is the Gayatri Mantra? What does it stand for? And it stands for love and gratitude, no fear. So at that point in early 2020, I kind of just put it in my head that fear is going to feed COVID and love and gratitude is going to kill it. So I put that in my head. I've been on maybe 50 or 60 flights. I've been international, domestic flights. Um, I've hugged people I don't know because I'm meeting new egg owners and they're having their team there to mm-hmm. to get training. Um, we, you know, we lived in this community of love and the intention of love and, you know, knock on wood, I never got anything. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's been, I mean, if you're going to get it and you've probably been exposed to it and if you were going to get it, you probably have it by mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. why do we really need the mm-hmm. shots? Biblically, biblically, uh, there's a suggestion in there, uh, probably a lot of them, that if you're thankful, uh, particularly say with your food, then you may actually have ingest food that's not good for you, but you wouldn't be necessarily harmed by them. So I'm wondering if these these uh, you know I would say emotions or frequencies, these positive traits, uh, have have a um, resistant effect against these sort of things, sicknesses and, and um, maybe even anxieties and stuff. Conversely, uh, and in your opening statement, you said that you had a lot of issues starting to develop. Were any of those connected with stress or unforgiveness or hate or any negative emotions? Sure, absolutely. Criticism, judgment. Um, you know, I was raised by a very judgmental, critical mother. So I re- I realized I became my mother. So I had a lot of unlearning and undoing. So I had a lot of anger. Um, so I feel like I manifest a lot of things that way. And I definitely believe that that's true. And you can, you know, you can bless your food. And 
I, I tell you, I've had people tell me there's, um, it's called the Mystic Cookbook. I bought it one day thinking it was a cookbook, but it was really about how you can ingest somebody's anger. The cook's angry, you can ingest that anger. But if you bless your food and say grace before, you can you can undo that, just like you were saying. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, again, we have this question from Yahweh First out of live chat. What are the best all-around ancient plants for general or specialized healing? Have you researched ancient plants? Yes, I have, because it seems like um, plant energy is something that has a great frequency and so I, um, I have all my center owners that have an egg I have them tap into that egg and ask what plant energy does your egg resonate with so it could be a peace lily it could be dandelion it could be a Gerber daisy so I feel like the ancient plants I, I and I, I don't want to talk about ayahuasca because I'm not an expert on ayahuasca you'd go to Peter Gorman if you if you wanted to know about ayahuasca but nettle leaf, lemon balm, um, you know, all the herbs that, uh, dandelion. So I was at the barn the other day and I picked all the little yellow flowers and mm. I came home and boiled the tea and, you know, made a little tea with the dandelions. And uh, the little kid that is the barn manager's son, he's probably four. He says, um, what are you doing? He thought I found a snake or something because I was, you know, digging around. And I told him what I was doing and he's like, you're not going to drink this tea from these yellow flowers. And he just thought I was kidding him and he walked off. <laughs> but it's so healthy and it's grown outside. Um, it can fight off its own fungus. It's, you know, it's not nurtured. It's living wild in nature. So all those kind of plants, I think, are so um, healthy and so crucial to people's well-being. Mm -hmm. It seems to me that pharmaceutical companies have usurped the ancient ways of of healing, uh, and in fact, one of the one of my story histories here, if you haven't heard through the broadcast, is that years ago um, I knew people that had allergies, and and they took Claritin and this thisidin and thatidin, and then and somebody said, well, they need to take bee pollen, and and they did, and they were cured. And I thought, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. Why don't you, why don't we know about this? And so I was so mad that I started keeping bees, and I've been keeping bees ever since, uh, for that reason. And so it just seems to me there's a lot of lying going on out there when it comes to people's wellness, and it, and it never seems to, from the clinical standpoint, it never seems to get to what you're describing as uh, 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 your, your your emotions you know doctors don't talk to you you know do you do you, do you are you mad at somebody are you holding an unhealthy grudge uh, uh did you did you cheat did you steal do you, do you have you know uh you know whatever they just say okay well what's your feeling okay we see this this and this okay well take this and then take this because that's going to do that to you and take this because that that is going to do to you i mean they, they don't address those issues is, is that because they're they're not supposed to or is it because they know that they won't be in business if they do well yeah i think um in the most part there's some good doctors out there, don't get me wrong. And, you know, they take a Hippocratic oath to do no harm. Um, but they are educated to give prescriptions. So, yes, the pharmaceutical industry has patented valerian root and made it value. You know, they're trying mm -hmm. to patent frequencies now, which is really making me angry. Um, so i got to clear that energy out of my liver. Um, but I think that they are... They're not educated to know that a lot of things stem from emotions. And when they do learn, 
mm-hmm. or when they do learn that there's a drug, so they take a statin drug and it's depleting CoQ10 from the body. So you take a statin drug for um, helping regulate your or helping regulate your blood pressure. Well, it depletes CoQ10. What does your body need to regulate blood blood pressure? CoQ10. Is there a conspiracy here? Mm. Same neurotin is for nerve pain, but it depletes the B and D vitamins. What does your body need to repair nerves? B and D vitamins. Is there a conspiracy here? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a researcher. I'm a scientist. I'm an engineer. I'm a rebel. You know, <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but I don't feel like I'm a conspiracy theorist. To me, that's just uh, a little bit coincidental that that would be that way. They're looking for customers. Mm-hmm. They're not looking to... Um, Heal people. I mean, I don't. I, I don't like the word heal. You know, cure. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, we have a poll up on our website here. It's sort of related to tonight's show. Uh, the poll for those watching the program: uh, How do you reduce life's toxicity? And the options for the folks uh, is, is uh, read a book, go to nature, uh, favorite feel-good drink, prayer, meditation, gardening, stay away from toxic people, stop watching the news, all the above, other. I guess we should have put in there the harmonic A on your behalf. But let's just, just just check the poll results and see what we got. Here we go. All right. The number one thing people do to detox is go into nature at 33%. 22% say prayer meditation. 22% say stay away from toxic people. And 11% says um, stop watching the news. Uh, now, there has been a lot over the years... Of, of, of when I've had doctors on the program that tell me, I mean, we had specifically a doctor in England who said he's cured cancer simply by <laughs> his main method is is relationships. He said, if you're in a bad relationship, that's what's causing your cancer. That's what's causing your problems. You got to get rid of it and quit thinking you have to hold on to it because. But I mean, for some, I suppose that would be tough. There's also always that kind of thing you feel compelled or obligated to stay in those type of relationships that, that they're really detrimental to your health so how, and I don't know if you delve into that at all but how would you relay that to somebody who knows they need to get out and it, it's making them sick in fact uh, but they feel like there's obligation there how do you balance that how, what would you tell somebody so um, and we have a process of, by which we go through and we help people to get their self-esteem back because a lot of times it's low self-esteem, it's blocked energy, which is just fear. Um, after a couple of sessions in the Harmonic Egg, I'm sorry to say that I've, had, I've seen a lot of people get divorced and leave a, a spouse or a partner um, because they've raised their vibration, they've raised their self-esteem, they've come into their own power and they realize that they're then closer to source, closer to God, closer to their higher self, and they realize their worth, and they do leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that quite a bit. Okay. Well, we have, as you can see in, in our background there, um, the harmonic egg. Uh, now, is this something you developed, you built, you designed? What What's the story on this thing? So I didn't build it per se. Um, I it, it came to me in a dream a dream state, and I feel like it was a download from God. I feel like it was something that um, I was supposed to bring to the planet. So I can't say I can take credit for it. It, it's, it came through me, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do have a patent on it. It's a sacred geometric sound and light healing chamber. Um, it's in the shape of an egg, the most powerful shape in the universe. Um, it uses sound and color. So basically what I've come up with is 
the frequencies that a lot of people say 528 hertz will heal the DNA, 432 hertz, 444 hertz, and they'll, they'll have the solfeggio suite. And what I found is it's more about the instruments. Each instrument has a sound wave or a sound bubble that can help the body. So say drumming, it can help build the immune system. Mm -hmm. Flute music helps with the liver. Mm -hmm. So I, I took it as the instruments. And then each color in color therapy has a different intention as well. So when you come into a center, you're, be, you're being asked, what would you like to work on? You know, we can't, we can't make any claims. We can't say heal. Now, I always think this is my rant. You know, the FDA can say heal and cure, um, but most of their stuff is now recalled or it has killed people. But right. I can't say anything like healing or curing with you listening to music mm -hmm. and being under, under colored light. Um, so it's kind of just a funny, you know, I could go on that soapbox. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so, it but it is true that music, uh, it being vibrations that it is, and, and lights for that matter, uh, um, can alter your mood. They, there are physical changes that can happen. I mean, I don't, you know, uh, well, even here in uh, uh, our bear, our bear was given a report earlier. Uh, we we just call it. Uh, uh, just really good news, you know. He, he talks about uh, positive things that are happening, and and he he told some really touching stories. And so, uh, you know, I kind of moved from one direction to another. I mean, and during that his what he was saying, you know, kind of moved me emotionally, and then I, you know, felt better, and you know, and that type of thing. And I thought that was a good thing. So we do have there are things and tools that we can use. I mean, certainly I don't know how many times i've heard a song and been so happy and singing along and my, my you know and then or a sad song and I start tearing up or whatever like uh vince gills go rest high on that mountain i saw that the other day i mean that's always because you know the story behind that but so vibrations uh and colors i and in fact I, I love colors uh our house is we deliberately painted rooms different colors uh, there's a brown, uh, no, there's a, a green room, there's a blue room, there's an orange room, there's a yellow room, there's a lavender room, and, you know, try to present colors, because I think colors are uplifting, and so you're, you, what you're saying isn't, isn't conspiracy, like you said, there are certain things that we can do to change, uh, our, our circumstances, so this, this harmonic egg, is it something that you sell, or do people need to come to a place to go in it? We, we are selling them. We actually have a two-year wait. I can't keep up with production. Um, since COVID hit, because it's a touchless wellness, and people don't want to be touched, they want to do the social distancing, it feels like that amplified and, and ramped up our sales. So there's uh, 40 centers now throughout the United States and the United Kingdom and the Netherlands, and uh, we just have a two-year wait right now, to, so we're trying to up production. So they, you know, the best thing to do is just go to a center, um, and then we also have some of the harmonic egg music online because mm -hmm. it's not fair to have this out there and then people can't have access to it because a financially they can't afford to do a session or b they they're not close to a center so we created this music with with actual song sheets that'll tell you you know this is created in the key of e and this will help these organs and this is created with these instruments mm -hmm. and it'll help mm -hmm. these um, situations mm -hmm. so yeah it's been really fun Okay, uh, a biblical reference came to my mind on that one. I think, um, was it, uh, now somebody's going to get me because I'm not a Bible expert, but uh, somebody played music for a king and they were healed. It was uh, flute, yep. So look at that. 
you know, yeah. m- music is healing. In fact, one there's this is this is an aside. It's just between me and you and those watching. Uh, Bear told me about this guy. He's got a YouTube channel. His name is Jamal, aka El Jamil, and what he does, he takes. For, he, he goes and looks at vid- videos of early 70s music. Uh, it could be the Doobie Brothers. It could be Elton John. It could be anybody. And he typically reacts. It'd be, it's, and it's called reactions. Jamal's reaction. But his whole thing is um, he wants to bring healing. He wants to bring togetherness through music. He wants people to hear the messages that were written back then, which are great when you look at it compared to what's today. There is no message other than creepy, crappy weirdo stuff um and so he he gives these reactions it's it, a lot of times it's hysterical but the other thing is he's he's trying to reach out he's using music to say music can heal you music you know listen to the music you know say, and then that song by the doobie brothers you know says uh you know people trying to get you down listen to the music we need you know and so again i'm just saying and that goes to your music point there. Now, on the reverse, talking about music, and we're talking about because you let you said you you gave me the lead in with your with your uh, CD there. Uh, Dolly Parton just came out with a song, and did you hear about this? No. Okay, so I think there's a song she wrote called Jolene, and she's rewritten it, and it says now it says vaccine. So the whole song she turned the song into a vax promotion. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Yeah, when are you yeah. gonna when are you gonna get the jab vaccine? I'm thinking, what the hell, creepy crap? Now that's music that will make you mad. And I and I suggest my my vibrations were starting to like that. And I was like, I can't I can't get that away from me. I don't want to hear about no vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Man. I think that's irresponsible for people to use their fame and fortune to um, promote something that they really don't know anything about. So I think, you know, and I, I, I never really disliked Dolly Parton, but that kind of makes me feel like I'm not having a whole lot of respect for her. Well, I certainly, I certainly lost mine. I mean, that's Sorry like just leave it alone, and we don't need to hear hear that from you. All right, hey, we have a we have a uh, question coming. Several questions. All right, uh, Gail, are you aware of books by Lewis Hay about self healing? Yes. Um, yeah, I love Louise Hay. Uh, she was where I started. Um, the Michael Lincoln book is even in more depth than Louise Hay's books. Um, there's a couple books: um, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. And who's the matter with me that you might like? Mm. Okay, I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard raining points here. You, have you ever seen my raining points? No. Okay. Well, th- that's the only part that you only get to see that in the live show. We don't archive them because we're getting kicked off of YouTube because of them. But basically, I just pontificate on today's uh, on the week's news. We have something called a bear report, and he gives us good news, and then we have my raining points, which will, will give you some weird news. But uh, so. Um, don't know what I was talking about. I have to come back to my own point. Your raining points, and we we're just talking about the book "Feelings Buried Alive Never Die." And oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank, thank you. Okay, so I was, t- I was telling the folks that I was looking for a guest because we we're going this, we're in this healing section of interviews going on now, sort of. And so I want to get this guy who only eats the sun. He resides in Florida. He hasn't eaten for 10, 20 years. And he eats the sun somehow, the vitamin D's, and somehow he's not. His body is adjusted to that. Now we know, 
course that plants eat the sun right i mean for that and we get vitamin d and i don't know how i don't know how we get vitamin d out of the air with sun rays hitting us but it, it happens uh but anyway so, so he had he hadn't ate for 20 20 years or so so i tried to find him but he died so i'm thinking he od'd on the sun you know there's that one song walking on the sun well he od'd on the sun so i, I never did get the breatharian diets that people live on air i just couldn't do it i loved food i love to eat and then, you know and i hydrate really well and so i but i've heard of that before wow all right okay there's more questions coming in uh, mishcom says gail what are the centers called how can i find one um harmonicegg.com under the locations tab that's where all the centers are mm-hmm. and you say there's 40 nationwide and world worldwide yeah well, oh, yeah. well, I suppose people are getting results or you wouldn't be having such a demand. That's what people said. They said um, I would, people would call me up and say, I want to buy one. I said, well, you should probably try it before you buy it. No, no, no. I got it. And, and they said you wouldn't have sold as many as you sold if it didn't work. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you're certainly not shy about the fact that you have sold them, but you're selling things. But, you know, it's kind of like when I, when I sell honey, I sell honey, but it's bringing life to people so you know you're you're providing something that isn't uh i mean that's evidently working for people it's getting the words getting around people are seeking you out you have this waiting list i mean people i think are pretty smart you know i'm not making a case for you i'm just saying what i what i've observed what you're saying but you know so bringing health to somebody is one of the best things you can do and that's why i really like that jamal guy he's trying to bring people together i think man this this is now that's a good use for the internet yeah. and, and by the way well, you he, know go ahead no the songs like you said this guy jamal i mean the songs from the 60s and 70s were so inspirational and so emotional and now the rap songs and things like that mm-hmm. it's just a different vibration and mm-hmm. there is even something in the bible that says um if you're going to play an instrument like you need to hit all the right melodies and you know, to me, that relates to compressing an MP3 file. You're not getting the quality of the music. You're not getting um, the intention, the pure intention, when you get when you listen to an MP3 file because Apple decided they wanted to have you download a thousand songs, and you mm-hmm. they compress them so much that you're missing the whole value of the music. Mm-hmm. And that's still now that that's one of my vibration smashers right there. I got lied to when I had when I had vinyl records. They were so good. Sure, you get a pop every now and again, but the ambience was so good. But they say, hey, Daniel, you need a CD. Look how convenient this is for you. You know, well, actually, they start, you need a you need an eight track. <laughs> and, you know, then you need a cassette, you know, H2O platinum metallic tape. And so I, had, I don't know how many times it's the same song. Basically, I didn't have any albums and now I wish I had them back. So the good old, yeah. you talk about ancient secrets. That's the ancient secret to music is listen to vinyl. Right there. Okay, Billy Stra- <laughs> Billy Strasser says, uh, Gail, have you heard of Music of the Spheres? Yes, I have. Yeah, so um, we tried to create some music with that, those kind of frequencies and everything. It just didn't work in the resonance of the egg. Um, but there's the music for the planets and uh, what is it? Venus is 221.23 hertz, I want to guess. That's a guess. Don't quote me on that. Um, we tried to play that thinking we would get maybe the frequency of love because we created a track called the frequency of love and it didn't sound good in the cubic airspace of the egg it's 11 foot by Mm -hmm. 7 foot by 7 foot inside Mm -hmm. Um, so yes that 
so I've researched so much music, but I'm always open to uh, to things that I that I haven't learned yet. Mm-hmm. So I went to a what's what was called a Gen Six conference with Steve Quell out in Branson, and uh, they had uh, uh, a piano player come out, a famous one. I forgot his name. You'd recognize it. I think he only has one name. I was thinking, he's going to play a piano. Okay, well, I've heard a piano. Okay, so is it going to be a song I know or whatever? And he starts playing that piano, and my spirit went somewhere else, man. I mean, it was so beautiful. And I and I, and was reaching down to some harmonic level, some frequency level, because I, cause I, what well, that is music, isn't it? Isn't it? It's just frequencies, different vibrations, different frequencies kind of mold together. And, and I was totally shocked, thinking, how, how could how could how could somebody take it? Of course, you can do that with a violin, maybe a guitar, certainly a piano. I mean, there or an Indian flute. There, when they're when this stuff is put together right, there's you go. I mean, it's it reaches into your soul, so that tells you you have a soul. You have something that can be touched, and and change your 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 psyche and and your and your feeling and your well being. So I think if we, you know, there needs to be research in what those things are that reach down to that level. Well, it's also the people that are playing it. When they're singing from a heart energy and not an ego energy, mm-hmm. you're going to feel that love coming through. Whenever I hire a musician to play music for the egg um, that we're going to use in the egg, I tell them you have to stay in a space of love and high heart energy and you know, I always tell them, think of a of a fur baby or a place that you love, not necessarily an ex-wife or an ex-husband, mm-hmm. um, because that's that unconditional love. I mean, there is no conditional love. It's just love. But mm-hmm. I think that you got to consider the musician and where they're coming from in their heart space, because I've actually listened to musicians, and uh, I have one guy that I know, 1998, his CD was so great. And then every other CD he did since then doesn't resonate with me. And I just wonder if maybe he just had some bad years going through a divorce, because mm-hmm. I think that can come out into the energy of the music. Mm-hmm. I'm referring back to our earlier, because our, our program consists of sort of an introduction. Uh, we, we recognize everybody in our chats, and we were streaming on YouTube, and we're streaming on our website. So it streams two different places at the same time, and so so we we, we recognize the, the chatters, and then we have the bear report. That's where bear a guy named bear. Well, he's a bear. Just figured he's in the woods. Although I, I I did hear the bear must have an, have a police in the woods because I thought I heard a policeman go by his lair. But it's encouraging news of the week, and he talked about love. Uh, he said this of this story that this this man divorced his wife married a new wife and then the ex-wife i believe had liver failure bear if i'm screwing this up sorry but the gist of it is she was having liver failure and the new wife matched the liver of of the ex-wife and gave the ex-wife the liver now that's a level of love that very very few people ever attain and i was thinking man and and in comparison the act of giving is selflessness that that was you know because you can imagine the how that could go even think about it but uh but that's the level of love that is rarely attained i think yeah no absolutely i want to bring this up to you because you did say you're a beekeeper have Mm -hmm. you heard of the bee beds 
I have. You're talking about where uh, they have beehives underneath, and then you get in top of the bees and, and then uh-huh. shut the thing off. <laughs> yes, I want to totally try that. It sounds so fun. And can you imagine how zen that would be with just the buzz? Because oh. we, we pr- try to put nature sounds mm-hmm. in all of our music. Mm-hmm. Because nature sounds will work on six to 800 layers of the DNA for healing. Mm-hmm. And so can you imagine just laying on the a bed of bees buzzing. Mm-hmm. I do. And you know what I'm excited about having you on the show is because I just feel like there are more answers out there than people are led to believe. There's probably a lot more love out there. There are a lot more cure. Wait a minute. can't say cures. A lot more, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what to say now. But speaking of the bees, I just discovered the other day that there are plants. Somebody talked about they, they were able to measure they were playing sounds on plants, and they played the sound of a bee, and they measured the nectar productivity. They said when when the plant heard the recording of the bee, it increased its nectar by 23%. Isn't that amazing? How does that plant know? So it, the plants are so amazing. They can send out signals, and then they can receive signals because really they're there. They're you know they don't have hands that can pull bugs off of them or anything, but they can send out signals to say, okay, there's some bugs on me, somebody come and eat them, or they mm-hmm. can send out, you know, they can receive signals. And I had this one, I, the plants in my garden talked to me. I know I'm a little weird, Uh-oh. Um, but they talked to me. And one of them was really not doing well. And so I, the ones next to it were, it was so weird. How are the bugs on this one, but they're not on this one? Well, that plant wasn't healthy enough to send out the signals for the, you know, bugs and other or birds or other animals to get those bugs off of them. So I ended up treating it and got it healthy again. It's so crazy. They are, they're like, they have little souls of some sort. It's so mm. amazing. I love plants. Mm. I got, uh, I got some crepe myrtle now being here in Indiana. I don't, I don't think they're supposed to grow up here, but I got them and it it grows a little bit and it dies. It grows a little bit and it dies, and and uh, so it never really grows into a crepe myrtle. And so I ripped them out of the ground. I was mad. I got three of them out there, and I and this is true. This happened just not too too long ago. I said, look, I'm gonna put you over here, and you're on your freaking own. Okay, if you make it, fine. If you don't, fine. I told him, you know, I've, I've had it. I, I've, I was yelling at him. I said, I've had it with you. You you're gonna make it or you're 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 gonna hit the burn pile. So one more time in the ground, and that's it. So and I expect that they, they listen to me. I told my apple tree, I said, I'm getting tired of <laughs> you not producing apples either. Now, you, you know, get busy or you're going to end up in a burn pile. But no, yeah, I think there is, there is a connectedness to everything. Yeah, I mean, you can talk to them. You can ask them. Um, whenever I plant my garden, I put the seeds in my, in my mouth and suck on them before I plant them in the ground. Because then it has the enzymes from me so that that plant can produce what my body needs because it has my enzymes as a, you know, a code for them to produce, you know, what I need. It's it's such a beautiful thing. We have such a great relationship with them. Mm. I wouldn't yell at my trees, but I would maybe ask them. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit nicer. Well, I only, I only yell at him if, if, if I've already talked to him nice and they're not paying attention. You know, I've tried to get, they're trying to get their attention. All right, a bunch more questions coming in. Uh, Smoke C says, is sun gazing a healthy thing to do in your opinion? I think it is. I do. I love the sun. Um, you just can't look directly at a certain um, procedures to, to, to follow when sun gazing. 
but uh, I know a lot of people that have great luck with it. I feel like sunglasses are going to compromise the immune system. Um, so I try not to wear my sunglasses, even though I look cool in my Ray-Bans, oh. but it does compromise your immune system. And so I, I feel like we need that the body to see that we're in the sunlight and not, it's almost like a, putting a, a drug in your body when you're putting sunglasses on. So yeah, I love sun gazing. Hmm. Okay. Um, what role does the sun and sky clock play in healing? Uh, I'm not sure if I'm interpreting this right, but the circadian rhythms. So I did a whole um, uh, webinar on the circadian rhythms and how you should go to bed earlier. And when you get up, open the blinds, let the body know it's time to wake up. The digestive enzymes start going. The, you know When the sun goes down, then you start getting the dopamine and the different hormones to go to sleep. Uh, so I think that he he or she might be talking about the circadian rhythm of the body, which is so, so, so critical. It's It can help you lose weight if you follow circadian rhythms, and it can help you uh, be more productive in your work because, mm -hmm. at, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock, the brain starts to get ready for sleeping. So you want to get all that stuff done before, all that really um, thinking stuff that you really need to think on. And then maybe you can answer mindless emails after 2.30, 3 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to follow that, and I have noticed my sleep patterns are better. Um, I love it. Can you give us a couple of what you would know as the, the best results that you've seen from the use of the harmonic egg? Sure, sure. Um, I have a veteran that I love. He was in... Um, the Battle of Hastings. Now, he says there was 3,000 Marines that went into that battle, and there were um, like 13, 15 that came out. He was one of them. He's the last living one. They have no idea why he's still alive. But can you imagine watching, you know, thousands of your friends just die? Um, and then when he came home, it was a Vietnam era, and, and they people were throwing tomatoes at them and just really respectful. And he's like, you know what? I gave my life almost, and I watched all my friends die, and this is the thanks that I get. So he's really angry. Um, when he came to me, he had one kidney shut down, and one kidney was functioning at 20%. They wanted to start him on dialysis. And he, um, I'll try not to cry, and he was in a wheelchair. And he was kind of a jerk to me. Because um, I here I am, a young girl. Here he are, he's an older, sage, you know, wise man. And I told him what he needed to do. And he said, well, I'm not going to do that. And I said, well, then get out of my office because you're wasting my time and your money. And it was almost like a, re a reverse psychology because then he was like, she's not going to tell me to get out of here, you know, so I'm going to do it and I'm going to show her. Um, I'd say it's probably about six, seven sessions. Um, he didn't need dialysis, um, and then now they have measured his heart, and it grew by a centimeter. Um, they can't figure out what's going on. He lost a hundred and some pounds. All the guys that came back that survived were four, five hundred pounds. He feels like he was exposed to agent. He's this is how he says it: agent orange, red, purple, green, blue, white. You know all the you know all the toxins. Um, he was having you know really strong what he would describe as like these serious bowel movements that he was just pooping out so much stuff um his other kidney came back alive and he's been having really spiritual things happen to him which i think are, it's so beautiful to not see that anger in him and see that he's softening 
um, just really a beautiful soul inside and out. But he had a lot of trauma that he was holding on to that the egg, I think, has helped release. I hear a lot of veterans say that when they leave the egg center, um, then the monkey's not on their back or they say things like that. They don't like to do the talk therapy because it feels like it just pushes it deeper in and it makes it harder for them to release. So I, I really like that aspect of it. Um, that's just one story, but I have hundreds of stories with autistic kids who are talking again. Um, my gosh, I we're sound and light beings by nature. You know, we're vibratory beings of light from God. And so why not heal with sound and light? That's my theory. Mm-hmm. Seems seems to me that when Jesus raised from the dead, he became light, uh, and that light produced a 3D image into the cloth or the shroud. So there is something to that. And of course, in other places, it says God is light. So his creation seemed like it would be built by light. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. But certainly along the way, you've had people that would, the mockers, the mockers would come by and say, you got a stupid egg. Are you kidding me? Of course, they're probably all sick and stuff, and, being, and probably getting the jab, probably three or four doses, and then who knows, you know, signing up for some future doses for the rest of their life. But, but you, some somewhere along the line, you have to interface with them. How how do you go with? Uh, how do you relate to those folks? Yeah, no, the proof's in the pudding to me. So, um, I feel like I just send them love. I don't have judgment. Um, sure, I get angry here and there, and I feel like, you know, my life's work and is this, and this is what I was put on this planet to do. Um, so a lot of times I just say, you know what, love you, goodbye. Mm-hmm. I really, it really doesn't get to me um, like it would have maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I would have stirred on it and probably made my sick, myself sick over it. Um, but I think if you could just let them go and release them in love, mm-hmm. I, I think that's the best way to deal with it. There's going to be mm-hmm. naysayers. There's going to be people who are critical. There's going to be people who are actually jealous because they wish they would have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because a lot of people said, I had this idea like 10 years ago. I just didn't do it. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that goes back to the our, our poll that we have on the, on the Edge's website that one of them is, how do you get rid of your toxicity and it says get rid of the you know don't deal with the people that are bringing to- so it sounds like the naysayers anyway by nature would be toxic so we have your book in the background there it looks like unlocking the ancient secrets to healing why science is looking to the past is and of course there's the harmonic egg there but is the book about that or are there things in there that talks about ancient history as well it's, uh, so it tells my story. I, I wanted it. I told my editor I want it to be an anonymous book. I didn't want my name on it. I didn't want because I don't feel like this is my invention. This is something that came through me, and it's for the planet and for people to uh, to have a better quality of life. And she's like, "Okay, Gail, how are you going to do interviews and talk about it and do presentations if your name's not on it?" Okay, put my name on it. So she said, we have to tell the story of how you got to this point, you know, how your life rolled so you could get to this point. So we did that, blah, 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 boring. Then we did a whole piece, uh, a whole uh, part two and three on sound therapy, light therapy with over 90 references of science behind this. Where it started with, you know, the Greeks used flute music and harp music. The Egyptians had a sistrum rattle and you can see it in the Egyptian paintings. 
The Sumerians had music notes, is what they think, on their cave walls. The Aborigines used didgeridoo for healing bones. And I mean, this stuff goes back 40, 50,000 years. So we put a lot of references in the book. And then I have doctors who said, you know, this is what I've noticed with my clients or my patients, because they can say patients. Mm-hmm. I have musicians who said, you know, I've created music for the egg. And when I play my music in the egg, it sounds different than my $100,000 studio because it's in this uh, enclosed structure, 360 degrees of healing. I'm listening to my music and it's coming from the top. It's coming from the side. It's coming from the bottom and just a beautiful um you know, way of, of, of they, they can hear their music. So, and then we have some client testimonials in there of people who had chronic fatigue and couldn't get over it. And mm. the egg was able to help them with their Epstein-Barr virus or something that, you know, the doctors couldn't figure out or misdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see in the live chat, a comment about you personally it says, uh, I really like this guest. She is knowledgeable and humble. And I see that come through. That's very interesting. Um, that you're, it does seem like you have an honest intention to bring help and healing to people that maybe are out of out of resources. All right, let's get to another question for you. This is well, this is from Maxie. I guess it's a statement. It says Gail. Oh no, Gail. Do you treat people like you treat your plants? I do. I everybody's. I don't. I never had children, so everybody's like a little project for me. Um, I have a lady I'm working with right now in Arizona, 21 years she's been coughing and she just coughs, can't get rid of it. And so um, sometimes I woke up this morning and I told her, I think that your cough is, you know, ancestral and it has to do with something with your mother. Could that be right? And she's like, oh my God. She said, yes, I've had issues with my mother. And we were just, you know, chit chatting about that. And She's done a couple of sessions now in the cough is subsiding after 21 years. And I, I love all my clients and I train every center owner to, to, to receive any client like they were a family. Like we want to nurture them. We want to take care of them. The egg is like a womb. Um, and I'm the egg mama, right? So, yeah, I do. I, I Actually, this is a funny story. There was somebody had dropped a watermelon off of their car and it splattered in the street right by my driveway. And I saw it and almost cried because I thought, oh my gosh, how hard did that watermelon work um, work to grow and to nourish somebody? And here it is laying on the side of the street. So yeah, I'm kind of crazy like that. Wow. All right, let's get to this question here. Tracy Yates says, do, do ancient secrets in healing include frequency, energy, and vibration based on thoughts and intent? I believe so. I believe that our thoughts become things and we can create things with our thoughts. And I started studying Wayne Dyer, if anybody has heard of him, back mm-hmm. in like 1997. I started learning about him and studying him. And whenever you go into a harmonic egg session, the practitioner or the technician that puts you in the egg will help you set your intention. Because the egg really is an intention egg, a manifestation egg. Um, I can almost manifest like bewitched, you know, I just mm-hmm. snap my fingers and things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wayne Dyer, his whole thing was about intentions, you know, um, all, the, all the way through. He's very, very high on that. Um, Azura says, how do you treat weeds as a problem child or a beloved offspring? 
Oh my God, that is a great question. And I just I don't like weeds in my garden because it feels like they're choking my good, nutritious plants that exactly. I'm going to eat. Um, but I do pick the dandelions and take them out to my horse. So hmm. she does love to eat them up. Um, but hey, even you, mint, I don't know if you've all, anybody tried to grow mint, but it's like a wild weed. And mm -hmm. I'm still trying to get mint out of my lavender, my oregano. So I put it in its own little plant and I send it little love and say, okay, now you stay in that little planter so you can't go all over the place. Well, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we planted a patch of mint. And then uh, <laughs> next thing you know, I got some mint like in somewhere down on the property. Wait a minute, where'd that come from? Somehow it flew over there. I'm not even sure. Hey, do you got chickens? No, I do not. Okay. We just discovered we have a rooster, and and he's going to, we know what he's going to do, okay? We know what he's going to do. All right, let's get into this question here. Uh, it says, uh, Billy Strasser says, when they write the music, do they tune to the modern 440 hertz or to the ancient 432 hertz? Great question. Um, there's a lot of controversy out there about the 440, 432. There's even an ancient frequency of 444. Um, I have had both. Some of them have tuned to 432, and it's still beautiful music because they're coming from a high heart space. And then there's the 440. Now, the egg resonates between 900 and 1,000 hertz. So we don't really focus on the frequencies of like the 532 or the uh, 432, sorry, or mm -hmm. 528 Salfaggio suite. Um, we focus more on the instruments, but that could be a whole hour conversation about the 440 and the 432 mm -hmm. and the Nazis and Hitler and all that. Yeah. So you have, so the egg has a frequency. So how did you come to the, to the, the designated frequency? Was it trial or error results? Was it results based or how did you, how did you determine that? So David Hawkins' work is power versus force, and he actually tests people, you know, and he says that anger is a lower frequency, and then when you get up to love, we've tested people that have come out of the egg, and then they rise up to the love frequency, um, and we have people who do dowsing and pendulum work, we have channelers, healers, everybody wants to get in on, you know, like, tell me what the egg does, mm -hmm. and so I, I get a lot of solicited and unsolicited um, advice from people about what is the egg, what is it doing, mm -hmm. and what I'm finding out is it's connected to the matrix of the planet. It's helping to heal the land, helping to heal Mother Gaia. And the more eggs that are going out there is almost acting like the pyramids did for, um, you know, the land, mm -hmm. except for we just need more of the eggs because they're smaller um, to help heal the land mm -hmm. and to help raise the consciousness and raise the vibrations for the people on the planet initially in the first hour in your opening there you were talking about all the conditions maladies that you had and so were did those go away and then you got the message or instructions to to for this uh product or did did you get it and then you tried it and you got healed from that good question um, the first sound and light chamber that i experienced was more of a coffin like box and that seemed to be more of the masculine energy. So a lot of the physical stuff did go away. But after, you know, 100 sessions, you know, in, in that box, I was finding that emotionally I still wasn't feeling complete. I wasn't feeling, um, like, restored. Uh, I had, you know, crazy childhood, just like everybody else out there. It's not my story. But molested by a priest when I was 14. And, you know, my parents, my dad was an alcoholic, you know. And so there's this whole thing. Everybody's got their story, not my story anymore. 
Um, but I didn't remember Christmas morning. I didn't remember Santa Claus coming. I didn't remember waking up and receiving presents. I suppressed all that. When we started to work with more of the divine feminine and the curvature in the egg, I started to remember Christmas morning and jumping into my parents' bed and waking them up. Um, and then in the prototype egg, I actually remembered the day I was born. And it was the craziest thing ever. Um, I remember there was something that was above and they were like rubbing their hands together saying, she's here. And I thought, that wasn't my mom and dad. That wasn't the wow. nurses or doctors. Mm -hmm. There was some angelic beings that were like, she's here. And like my whole life was already planned. And then I remember my dad was so like, oh my God. And then, oh my God, you know, with like the love and the fear. And so my parents were still alive at the time that I had this vision. And I thought, I'm going to call them. And I, they're probably going to say it's not true. I call them up. They always get on speakerphone with me. And I said, hey, you know, dad, were you scared? And he's like, no, I was fine. And my mom's like, you were scared assless, right? Mm. And uh, so what they did is they confirmed that that whole imagery, everything that I experienced in the egg was that the day that I was born. It was wow. so surreal. So the egg with the divine feminine and the more of the egg shape in the womb is more physical, emotional, spiritual healing than just physical mm -hmm. so a lot of things went away physical but there was still that emotional stuff so things were hanging on and okay. then now I feel like I don't experience any pain I don't have the migraines anymore my thyroid is great my liver is great I don't have the cystic acne anymore obviously my hair is all grown back a ton of hair now uh, but those were heavy metals I feel like disease comes from five different root causes it's stress it's heavy metals, it's a fatty liver, it's an immune problem, or it's inflammation. Mm -hmm. So when I look yeah. at Parkinson's heavy metals, I look at uh, parasites, stress, you know, I kind of can narrow it down to those five things, um, and that's what the center owners are actually taught, but we're not medical doctors or physicians, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. we have to be really um, careful just to help someone set their intention mm -hmm. and to put them on the right sound and color selections, mm -hmm. and then let their body do the healing. Mm -hmm. So so if people came to your centers and, and said, I've tried everything, you know, what, what all I got to lose? Yeah. And, and unfortunately, that's when we get a lot of people is I've tried everything. I'm out of money. I don't know what else to do. No one can help me. Can you help me? Um, and I'm hoping that as I go through educating people on a more non-invasive way for healing, that maybe they'll come to that kind of healing first. And it doesn't matter if it's an, mm -hmm. the egg mm -hmm. or if they go to music therapy or they take up an instrument or they go to uh, some kind of a healer. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we need to start more in non-invasive ways of healing and so we don't have the side effects of the drugs that are depleting things from our body that are that are supposed mm -hmm. to be there naturally. Mm -hmm. Well, like we learned from uh, Brandy Gilmore is that, and I'm sure there's a lot of others that there are other things that can help and you know nobody knows which one of those is going to be the answer but it just but i'm just inspired by the fact that there are answers and surely everybody's not going to get what they were looking for some will but there's a percent that will and so you know well, i don't see an issue with that there uh so do you go into the egg yourself when you have uh, feeling down 
every week to go in. Um, what I tell people is if you're going to do these energy modalities, please respect each one of them. If you're going to do acupuncture, let it integrate for two to three days. If you're going to do Reiki, let it integrate for two or three days. If you're going to do a massage, let it integrate for two or three days. Mm -hmm. The egg is a five to seven day integration. It's, you know, you really get a lot of energy and you mm -hmm. don't want to just pile up one thing on top of another. It would be like you eat breakfast, then you eat lunch, and then you eat dinner. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't do that. We let it digest. Let these energy, you know, modalities digest. Mm -hmm. Uh, even though people, oh, I didn't feel anything, so I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to do a massage with acupuncture and an egg session. I, I, I really don't let you come and do things like that. I tell you, you know, wait a few days, let it integrate, respect the other modalities, and then respect the egg modality. Mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, the, the Bible talks about Jesus going out uh, for 40 days uh, to meditate. He was gone, and some speculate he went to India. And to this day, there are places that claim in their history that he was there. And of course, if he was there, then he may have learned a lot of the sort of, um, I don't know what you would say, the, uh, the, I don't want to say Hindu type, well, maybe Hindu type of meditation, you know, to kind of communing with nature type of thing. But in the end, he's nature's God anyway, so why not? All right. Uh, can you get rid of mercury in the body with this? So um, one of the products that I love for getting rid of heavy metals is a BioRay. They're BioRay.com and they're NDF drops. It's a natural detox formula. I do smell heavy metals. Mercury is very hard to get rid of out of the body. They've actually found mercury that was a thousand years old in some people's livers. It just gets passed through the placenta barrier generation after generation after generation. And so mercury is hard to get out of the body. The best way to do that is to use greens. So green drinks, um, juicing greens, because they'll bind to heavy metals mm -hmm. and pull them out mm -hmm. of the body. So, yeah, those, those are my go-to drops, the NDF drops from BioRay. Um, Gail, tell me a little bit more about how you received the message. Did you see a vision of an egg? Tell, describe that, that, that whole process scene. Yeah. Um, well, when I was in the box and, um, that was the coffin like box, um, I was getting messages starting then and I bought two of them. So I started a center with two of those. The other piece of it where people were telling me, I don't like laying flat. It hurts my back when they're heavy and they lay flat for an hour and they get up, their back hurts. Um, people were telling me things that they wished could have happened and then I started seeing these images of a large wooden egg which I thought was crazy and I thought maybe I was losing my mind um, and I, I thought well I'll try to build it because I'm an engineer and mm -hmm. I can do this and so my guys that I knew I said can you guys do this and they said no you cannot build this large wooden egg and I said well Walt Disney said if you can dream it you can do it <laughs> and he's not Walt Disney and I was like, wanted to flip them off, but I didn't. Um, so I had this one gentleman, he said, I can do this. And so I used to do CAD and um, you know, engineering drawings and stuff. So I, I put the front view, the top view, the side mm -hmm. view. And he was building it in my center after hours. So he would come in at six o'clock at night and he would work until the next morning. I would come in in the morning and I said, that's not right. And he's like, well, uh, this is what you told me to build. I said, but it's not right. And he said, well, what's not right? I said, I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel right. 
something about it doesn't feel right. So he would, you know, start over again. And then he quit twice. I fired him twice. You know, we still love each other. <laughs> good, 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 good. But, you know, just trying to figure out this whole process. And then finally, when we got it, I was like, that's it. That's it. And then when, then I called that manufacturing company back and I said, we have a prototype. And he said, no way. So they drove from Kansas because they are made in Kansas. Mm-hmm. And he drove from Kansas and he said, I can't believe you guys did this. He said, so if this guy, this like kind of backyard, you know, um, builder can do this and we can do this. And he measured a lot of things. And um, so then he was asking me questions. Well, can we make the platform a circle? No, it has to be a hexagon. Why? I don't know. So a lot of this stuff was this clairsentience that I have that you just know that you know that you know. But I didn't know how I knew. And then years later or months later or weeks later, it would be revealed to me. Somebody would just come in and say, well, you know, a hexagon in the center of a hexagon is a portal. So therefore, you created a portal of the egg. I said, oh, well, that's why it had to be a hexagon. So I I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. I just listen to the messages that come through. And I'm just crazy enough to do it. Well, I know why it had to be a hexagon. Why? The bees. The bees. Beehives, yeah. The beehives, man. It's all hex, all hexagon. How how do they how how does a an insect a bee create a hexagon? I mean, think about that. They must be pretty good mathematicians. Uh, it, this is a comment I just I just read. It says it appears as though all matter has order until it doesn't. Frequencies cause harmony, order, or disharmony, chaos. As we are all matter is vibrating on the right. Frequency and elixir. How about that? Amen to that. Oh, this is yeah. a we oh we got a, a very very important question here. This is very deep. Um, do you like the Grateful Dead? I don't like a lot of heavy metal, and I and I don't tell me a song that they play or that they that they have uh, produced. Oh, somebody's on the spot here. Okay, put Yahweh first. Uh, you go ahead and put a couple titles in there for the Grateful Dead. All right, another question says, what's your take on cannabis? Um, I think people can misuse it, and I think people can abuse it, but I think that it is a sacred plant. Um, the, the recreational stuff, I'm talking to a lot of doctors, it affects the frontal lobe and the short-term memory. Mm-hmm. It's creating more inflammation. Um, it's affecting the liver. It's affecting erectile dysfunction with um, men. So a lot of the doctors didn't like that it was legalized. Um, but I think it's for chronic pain. If it helps you, great. If your child or you have so many seizures and it keeps the seizures under control, great. I think that it has its place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds very reasonable uh, of an explanation and understanding of it and the use of it um i i think if it's possible that we should stay away from any sort of drug and of course it's a drug but some you know has some medicinal purposes but and if we can do it naturally somehow by you know eating right detoxing from anxiety and various things maybe using your harmonic egg whatever that is out there available i think those 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 things seem to be the last choice when it comes, uh, and we're trained that way, really, aren't we? Oh, oh, you got a you got an owie. Okay, go see the doctor. You know, uh, you know, he'll like I said earlier. I mean, he'll recommend you know all sorts of pharmaceuticals, but then you have to know that they get kickbacks from that. And so, I mean, 
and as far as mercury goes, didn't they have vaccines with mercury in them anyway? I, I, it seems like I remember somebody doing that. All kinds of weird stuff in there. And and this 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 vaccine thing going on, Gail. This they're still experimenting with it. It's it's not. I don't even know if it's FDA approved. It was emergency emergency approved experiment on the population of the planet. So we don't know the end of that thing. And. I mean, if Dr. Tenpenny is anywhere near right and, and anybody that's ever heard her will know she is an expert in that field, uh, I would defer to her knowledge and wisdom on that. And she wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. But uh, but so, all right, so there's some things. Tell, tell us something else that you find in your book. Hmm. Uh, I have a required reading in the book. And at the end of the book, I talk about all the different instruments, what they do and all the different colors and what they do. So if somebody wanted to do sound and uh, color therapy at home, mm -hmm. they could say wear a red shirt for the root chakra. They could eat a red apple. They could eat and wear different color jewelry um, to help their body. So there's a reference guide in there that talks about different instruments you can listen to, um, different colors you can wear and eat and I think it's just really fun I mean I'm such a nerd and such a geek about that stuff and so my closet I'm that crazy that my closet goes from red to purple long sleeve shirts and red to purple short sleeve shirts don't wear a lot of black anymore black is going to be the color that doesn't absorb light and you can you see a lot of people that wear a lot of black, their skin is kind of uh, worn and wrinkled. Um, it just, white is a better color to wear because it's mm -hmm. all light. And uh, so, yeah, so it's really fun. The book, I think it's fun. People have received it really well, which is just weird for me. My sister, she's like, yeah, my sister created the harmonic egg. Crazy, huh? <laughs> you know, mm. so. Well, we find we we got an answer to our question about the Grateful Dead. One of the and I think they're a '70s band. By the way, I don't think they're a rock, really rock. Although they have a, uh, I think they have a, um, a, a mythos at at uh, Woodstock. But uh, the the song is called Truckin'. Uh, it goes uh, Truckin' like a doodle man yeah. once told me okay, you got. Oh, you want to say what? When you say Grateful i'm thinking is that heavy metal so um i don't always know the artists but a lot i just know a lot of songs so yes i do like the grateful dead okay well that was that was very important i mean i mean i don't know what would happen <laughs> if you said you didn't like them uh so um another question have you ever used magnets for healing um i have on my ankle because what it'll do is it'll increase circulation and it'll bring like uh, like iron into the blood flow and help with injuries so yes we don't use any magnets or crystals in the egg because it seems to be perfect the way it is but magnets have their own properties in healing and increasing circulation to an area so yes I have used magnets mm. um there was just for a while I don't know I don't know what happened to it but people there was an explosion on the internet about people putting magnets where they got the vaccine injection and the magnets was sticking in their arm. Have you seen those? I have. Is that a hoax? And I, I don't know. Like, it looks legit, but and I've asked a couple of people to do some tests for me. Hmm. Um, I know some people that, but they never got back to me. And this is just recently I asked them, try to put the magnet on where you got the, hmm. the, on the injection site, but they haven't gotten back to me yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we're actually legit. trying to... Some actually, guy was lighting up a light bulb on the injection site. I know one guy used a, 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 
of stud finder for a wall it, it, it because it, the stud finders today will also see wiring in the wall it'll trigger it yeah, yeah. you put it on air beep, 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 beep. Well, this shows show you there's some kind of metals heavy metals well thermosol is you know a type of mercury but i don't know about you know the metallic properties of some of the metals Hmm. Well, whatever it is, it can't be good. And I don't like the government experimenting on people. Um, somebody says, is, is the CB radio on a positive frequency? I don't know. All right. Um, Gail, where can people buy one of the big egg pods? Can you put it in a bedroom and sleep inside it every night? No, you can't. Um there's a there's a purchase link on the website, so I don't want to waste time with that. If you want to find more information, you can go to the website. Um, but you could you wouldn't want to sleep in it because it is actually detoxing the body. So you can overdo it. So mm -hmm. I say you know there's 40 minutes of music and 10 minutes of silence to a session, and mm -hmm. you don't want to do it every day because you can over detox the body. You can spin the body out of control to a point where it doesn't know what to do and it'll just create something. You know, it'll be spinning around. Okay, you're gonna have this, and you're gonna have this, because we don't. We gotta honor this temple that we live in, that we our soul lives in, and we need to respect it. Mm. And so you just don't want to do too much and pile things on top of each other. Just like if you were to eat, you know, three meals all at once, you gotta let things digest. So mm. you wouldn't want to sleep in it. And I haven't even experimented sleeping in it because I respect it as a sacred space. Did you see my interview from last week with a guy named Doug Ham? I did not. That one I didn't watch. Okay. Should I? Well, I had, I had a showdown with a young man um, on the body being the temple. And he tried to tell me that the temple, because uh, the Bible is clear on that. It says, if any man defile his temple, God will destroy him. And he was trying to tell me that's, that means them. I said, no, it doesn't. I said, it sure sounds individual to me as if it's because it said God re re resides in the temple, the body being the temple. And so God obviously wants to take care of, of the temple. And he kept trying to tell me it means them and they. And I had a, I had a, I had a shootout on, on the show on, on that. So you basically kind of <laughs> kind of backed me up on that because it sounds to me like you, you're saying your, your body is, is a temple, not everybody, you know, not you know as a group but it, it's an individual thing so and it seems that, that each temple has its own parameters its, its own resilience its, its own ability to to uh, to heal itself in certain ways and other ways it doesn't i mean each, each person is different but i want to go back to this this thing how it seems like you were led uh, or given visions or you saw you saw this thing do you feel like you were chosen in any way to get this going like a mission of some sort i think that um there's universal wisdom out there for anybody to grab and that's why i think some people said i had this idea 10 years ago or i had that idea six years ago and they didn't do anything with it so the the information is still out there for somebody to grab and do um so i feel like somehow i grabbed that information and i actually took action so mm -hmm. yeah i think it's out there for anybody to take a hold of mm -hmm. okay so would you would you would it would it would it be a fair statement to say that anybody at any time can get a message um, yes. of, of a and it may not be a development of, of an item i mean i would think that somewhere in history 
maybe the development of uh, penicillin or something. Somebody, you know, I mean, uh, Isaac, or is it uh, Edison said that it takes 99,000 times to get it wrong, but only one time to get it right. But is it possible that people are getting messages and don't hear? Yes, absolutely. So I feel like um, we don't get quiet in our minds. We have the cell phones ringing, the beeping, the TV, the radio, the construction workers, you know, all, all these different um, distractions. And so that's why people meditate. For me, meditation, it, it can be just a split second. I can meditate for three minutes and get download after download after download because I'm quieting my mind. Mm -hmm. When you quiet your mm -hmm. mind, all that information is coming in. But when you have the noise in your head, that information can't get in there, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, so not to take any business away from you, is it possible that, uh, <laughs> that uh, I say I, I build a room and in this room I have a, a chair maybe I'm kind of looking at the website seeing how you did it a little bit I don't know uh, yeah. you know and I have maybe some bees buzzing or maybe some flowers in it I mean is it possible and some music maybe some Indian flute, flute music is, is it is that is that the direction that, that someone yeah. could go Absolutely go to Walmart and get the incandescent colored light bulbs and sit under them and play the music, you know, some of your favorite music. Um, you can do, what I don't like about the room is it because then the music dissipates. With the egg, you're getting that wah, 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 you know, it's the resonant chamber. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the key. But you can absolutely do some stuff like this at home. There's vibration beds. But they use, you know, kind of cheap transducers or cheap subwoofers, you know, speakers. Um, so we use this, you know, I have a sound engineer. I have a light engineer. Um, you know, I have special musicians that I hire and interview. Um, we set the intention of love. Um, everybody that is around the egg is around love. And that's why we don't mass produce them because mm -hmm. we just don't want to have them out there with just some, you know, you know, some energy of some angry person that, you know, cut the wood. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like built like the Taj Mahal, just one tile at a time. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like what you said, what you're saying is that, that somebody could go to, go in this area, build something, uh, build something uh, on the cheap or whatever, whatever they got, but with the intention of, uh, I mean, it's certainly just doing those things and, and having certain music and certain lights and certain vibrations and whatnot and being quiet, those are going to, I mean, it's kind of along that road. So, but you're saying that yours is a more sort of a professional, finely tuned thing, but you're not saying you've got the answer and nobody else can even make that or do anything like that. And, and they have to, but if they wanted to, they could seek out uh, your, one of your places. But other than that, I mean, but there seems to be a thread there that I think could cross a, a lot of guests that I've had on the show as far as reducing anxiety uh having colors that are mood setting maybe even incense or something like that maybe even candles i mean i'm there there are certain things that we can do like i said earlier about the guy with the piano how he just changed everything when i heard it, i couldn't believe i was hearing that in that way you know and of course i've heard that with you know movement of, of of the soul with other instruments so there are effects that can be done and so you but i do i do appreciate you being humble enough to say you can try it. Here's the basic. The basic thing is, but you fine-tuned it, and you've been. You felt like you've been given directions to build it, the certain thing. But others can, because it sounds like you. You'd like to bring healing to a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. I wish you know, 
Like I want to see the mortgage industry change. I want to see people who work 40 hours a week to be able to have a home and not have to be living for that home and they can take a vacation and they can enjoy their kids and they don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. That is not the American way. You know, I picture in the egg, when I go into my egg sessions, I picture a better world than before COVID. I picture a better world where kids are playing in the streets and, you know, people are hugging and people are, you know, coming together in community and there's, you know, communities, sustainable communities being built and, you know, there's more sovereignty. I picture that for the world. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. And the egg is just one piece of that. Mm -hmm. I think we need more of these modalities out there. We mm-hmm. just have to be discerning because some people are going to create it with greed and ego and it's not going to work. Mm. That's interesting. I just had a, a mind thing here earlier. We were in the, in the first hour we were talking about music and I was talking about a, a YouTuber named Jamal and his, his reaction to music he's never heard. And people send him in music all the time. Typically it's from the seventies and, um, and one song that somebody sent to him to listen to for the first time was I'd Love to Change the World by 10 Years After. Have you ever heard that song? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, and in that song, he says, I would love to change the world, but I don't know what to do. So I leave it up to you. And so Jamal was blown away by that concept that, that this artist, then this music and his life had tried to do as much as he can to change the world. But now he's handing the baton to each of us to try to change the world. And if each of us are trying to change the world, the world will change. And so, you know, that's a good thing. That comes out of the egg has a different energy. And and I think they spread that. They're happy. They're peaceful. They go and smile at somebody. What does that do down the road? I mean, I've had women like my my sister. um, She had infertility issues. And after she brought her body into balance, um, I have a nephew and, you know, and I look at if there's a life review when the, at the end of our life, if there's mm-hmm. a life review, mm-hmm. like what's that going to look like for me? Like people had kids that couldn't have kids and then they had kids. Sorry. Anyway, I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Gil Lynn. Hey, we're coming to the end of the broadcast. Anything we, anything we didn't touch on you, you planned on talking about or anything you'd like to say about your book or your product, dude, you just go right ahead. Nope. I think, you know, if people were interested in this information, um, they can go to the website, they can grab a copy of the book, uh, harmonicegag.com. But I think everybody out there, I just would love to tell them just, you know, spread more joy, spread more love, stay in a high vibration, you know, stand in, stand in your truth, stand in who you are. And, uh, you know, and, and I think we can change the world. There's strength in numbers and there's more of us than there are of the, the you know, the bad guys. Mm. Well, girl, you certainly have a, a really nice spirit and I appreciate you coming on the show. Can we have you again sometime? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, we're going to let you go and I appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye.